1: Daily Thrones fans, we're here for another day, breaking down episode three The Queen's Justice. Season seven, it's been one of my favorite seasons so far, but there is a faster pace, not necessarily in battles, but in travel and in plots, and it's uh, actually working for me, but is it working for everyone? I have Jeremy Johns from Austin Tacular, and Jeremy Johns... Here to discuss the fast pace of, of season seven in Game of Thrones. Th- thank you for pitching my
2: my channel. Also, I appreciate that. The, I'm, I'm a John- subscriber. Well, thank you, thank you, Ken. Uh, yeah, we we're, were the way I, I tweeted about it about the Westeros teleporter is what yeah. I call it because before it would take a couple episodes for someone to traverse the land because you know right. it's about a thousand of our miles it's far you know, right that's like from seattle to los yeah. angeles and now john Snow's like hey i, I, I need to go see this yeah. this mother of dragons who is probably seattle to florida <laughs> <and> <laughs> he's there next episode yeah. uh i'm fine with it though because we live in a world where it's been announced like hey this is gonna have less episodes so we kind of got to get the ball rolling yeah. So I'm fine in terms of pacing. It does shrink the world down. You don't feel how big this world is anymore. But in terms mm. of just, all right, let's get there. Let's get the dialogue going. I get why they're doing it, so I roll with it. I roll
1: with it. Uh, roll with are them. you a map nerd like me? Like I know you're a Lord of the Rings guy. Do you study? Do you study the maps and be like, well, Mordor yeah. is this far from Isilios' house? I do, uh, His house
2: I do right. that. Yeah. I uh, I actually took the the map of Middle Earth and put it yeah. up to the world. I'm like, where in the world right. would this be? Okay, so that's like traveling from here to there
1: and there. Yeah, I I do that. I I just moved to a new apartment, and I spent maybe a half hour on Amazon shopping Westeros maps yesterday. (laughs) Going, which map do I wish to display? So I think you're absolutely right. We know the world is big, but on the show it seems fast. But you're okay with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I am okay with it. Because it's not the entire... Like, Jon Snow going to see Daenerys wasn't the entirety of it. It really is comparable to Frodo going from the Shire to Mount Doom in an episode. Right. But... Uh the the point is we need the dialogue to go so we can get things done so the ball can roll, so winter can come, so zombies can fight, you know, at King's Let's Landing. Get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because like look season one, you're so right. There was an entire episode, the King's Road, episode two, where they were on the King's Road. Yeah. And it was okay. Lady gets killed and all that stuff with Joffrey beating up the butcher's boy and, and all that. But they were traveling. We right. got to see Ned and, and, and uh, Robert have a snack on the road. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't need that at this point in the show. Yeah, yeah, because we've seen that. We have seen people travel
2: the road. We have not seen certain meetings with certain characters that we've been waiting seven summers and winter finally came to see. You know. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's fine.
1: Uh, Jeremy, Johns, and I are on the same page. What do you guys think? Call in, let me know. We're going to talk about a lot of things from this past week as we look to episode four we gotta look back that's what Quaithe said danny i believe all right that's daily thrones welcome
0: hey ken i've never thought i always get all these thoughts when game of thrones is on it they just come to me um i was kind of curious why john didn't bring up to danny that he knew a relative of hers maester aemon targaryen who was the maester of the night's watch now i don't know if that would have helped john's position of all at all of course but i think danny would have definitely definitely been fascinated to find that out that even though he's now dead that for a while she was not the last targaryen uh alive in the world
1: eric's asking a great question about why Jon snow has yet to say you know i knew you're uh knew your kin. I knew Eamon Targaryen. But Jon Snow is keeping a lot of stuff from Daenerys, like the fact that he died and rose again. But it seems as though Jon is holding things close to the vest, and I think that's smart. I think that's absolutely smart. It is the, the art of negotiation I said on Collider's Thrones talk, where you, you keep something in the back that you, your opponent doesn't know, and you'll have uh, some kind of advantage. So um, I... I'm curious, and Eric raises a great, great question: Is what do we think Jon Snow is trying to get out of withholding this information? Is it something that will be used to help things? Uh, we've seen a lot of stuff this season about, hey, oh, your Jorah's, uh, your Jorah's your name Mormont. I knew your father Jor Mormont, which made Jorah trust Sam even that much better. We've seen that kind of stuff before. We've seen a lot of this. Oh, your friends of so and so. I knew this. We even saw it with Samuel Tarly. Uh, back with Bran and uh, the, at the knife for it. It's interesting and very poignant and very much on purpose, I think, from Jon Snow that he's withholding this information. So what do you guys think? When will Jon Snow reveal this? Will he do it as a last-ditch effort to get Daenerys on his side? Does he need to do that? What do we think? Jon Snow holding the cards close to his vest. Hey, Ken. I think Jon will mention Aemon
2: Targaryen to Daenerys when they have more, like, Personal scene together, maybe when they're in private somewhere talking, and maybe which will lead to their eventual relationship forming. I think that's when John will reveal that he knew Aemon, and it will kind of hint more at John's heritage as a t- secret Targaryen himself. Even though they both probably won't know it yet until they consummate their relationship in some way or another.
1: Yeah, that's a great question, by Eric. That's a fantastic question, and uh, good points for you, Ken. Uh, honestly, I feel like. The next time John and Danny have kind of a heart-to-heart conversation, sort of the way they did uh, towards the end of the episode last time, um, maybe it will come up. Maybe it will. Uh, maybe John will say something to her. Go, you know, the
0: only reason
1: I became commander of the Night's Watch is because Aemon Targaryen vouched for me. He was master of the Night's Watch. He was a good man. He was related to you, and you know all that jazz. And maybe with that information comes a new sort of comfort and understanding maybe even trust between the two of them i kind of really hope that happens now
0: i can understand where people would want danny to perhaps hook up with Jon snow but i still am
1: clinging to the dream that jorah marmont is going to somehow get to be with Daenerys Targaryen it I don't know why I just believe in his love for her and that he truly means much more to her than she'll ever realize and I just think it's so romantic and so I still have that I just love his character so much and I'm so glad to see that he's on his way back to Daenerys you know what, Nikki? I agree. Wouldn't it be nice if the end of end of days here in Game of Thrones, the Jorah, free of grayscale can waltz back into Danny's life, give her some great military advice—the kind that seems to be lacking right now—save the day, and then they ride off into the Westerosi sunset. I'm a Sir Jorah fan. He is my ultimate favorite character in Game of Thrones, but. I have to admit, I just can't believe it. I want to, and I know you want to, Nikki, and I know there's a lot of people out there who want to believe that Sir Jorah can one day experience the admiration, love, in a romantic sense with Daenerys Targaryen. But Danny doesn't have to. If that's not her choice, and that's not her choice. I'm sure Jorah would respect that. But I just don't see it happening. I think the purpose of Sir Jorah's life will be, at some point, to lay down that life to save Daenerys. I've always thought that. It always seems to be the way to go. Not that I want it to happen like that, but that George R. R. Martin is building up to something like that. Now, his his story on the show is slightly twisted, slightly tweaked than it is in the books, but I think it will end up in the same spot. I'm very curious what Jorah will do. I believe he has a new job. I think he's going to ride over to Dragonstone and say, I've got some military experience. I'll take over. I'll be your general. And maybe that can help... Danny, uh, in the fields of battle, we'll see. But will she take him back? Yeah, she will. She asked, "Go cure yourself. Come back and be at my side as I take the seven kingdoms." This is Jorah's moment. He's been miraculously healed, and I know a lot of people have the saying, "Hey, that happened so quick." I, I wish Quaithe was involved. I wish there was some more mystery. I, w- him just showing up and Sam doing it though, I'm okay with it. The tie-in to Jor Mormont is something that uh, adds some emotional weight to Sam healing Jorah. So I love that stuff this week. I love their little sweet, uh, they got a sweet emotional connection. Jorah Jorah knows that his father probably loved and cared for Sam as one of his men. And Sam's made it clear that Jor Mormont is the reason Sam's alive. In a lot of ways, so I love that connection, love that moment. So even though I do think Jor getting cured happened so fast and almost kind of not an afterthought, but just like a oh by the way Jor's here and he's he's cured now. All you, all you had to do was take a take a knife and peel off the drag, uh, grayscale. Eh, a little bit of pain, but you're all right. Um, I can understand that criticism of it, but. We gotta move fast. The plots here and Jorah's free and he's heading back to his queen and that's going to be a great reunion. And like Nikki said earlier here on the on the Daily Thrones phone calls, phone lines here. Wouldn't it be nice if they could ride in the sunset? What do you guys think? What is Jorah's fate? What will happen when he returns to Danny's side?
0: Hey, what's up, Ken? This is Phil with the Say What You Like Sports Podcast, and I just want to weigh in here on all this talk of romance going on in Season 7 in Game of Thrones. And I gotta agree with Nicky Girl. I think by the end of the story, Sir Jorah Mormont is gonna win the heart of his Khaleesi. I mean, I think the whole Game of Thrones story is a story about underdogs. And yeah, you can talk about Tyrion Lannister. You could talk about Jon Snow. You could talk about Sam Tarly. But the biggest underdog in the whole story is Sir Jorah trying to win the heart of his Khaleesi. And I think it's going to happen because I don't think anybody really expects it, but you can kind of tell Khaleesi's breaking. She sent him away to go get cured of the grayscale and return to her side where he belongs. And as you can tell, she's already, you know, hung up all the other flings that she was going through. And I think she's saving herself for Sir Jorah. Hey, Ken, Kevin Ross. So recording the, uh, the Jorah question and, and Khaleesi,
2: uh, I believe they will get together once, and only once. Uh, Khaleesi may reward her shining knight with one glorious evening before she sends him out to die. Uh, That seems to be the Game of Thrones way. Uh, She'll hand him her favor, he will ride out inspired, and then he'll pass away, probably north of the wall with Jon and the rest of the crew. John will probably take him as part of his SEAL team uh, and uh, go up there to get the white and or take out the Night King, you know, cut off the head, the body will fall kind of situation. But if they do get together, it would be for a single evening. Uh, Thanks very
1: much. I like Kevin's idea of Sir Jorah going north, and I understand the idea of Jorah getting one night with Daenerys. maybe not her intention, but just like, alright, I do love you, and then he goes off to die. That is definitely the Game of Thrones way, but the idea of Jorah heading north, has never really occurred to me. He does have a legacy up there. His father, of course, Jorah Mormont, was a Lord Commander. Could he put, be part of, as Kevin calls it, John's SEAL Team 6 going north of the wall to handle something? There. We've seen that stuff in the trailer. We know Barracks there. We believe the Hound is there. Tormund. It's interesting idea to see Jorah following a little bit, in a roundabout kind of way, his father's footsteps.
0: Hey there, Ken. Two things. Uh, this is Sam Whitfield from the Whitfield Update Podcast. Um, I'd like to comment on two things. First of all, I think Jor will sacrifice himself for Danny out of love for her. I just, I hate to say it, but I'm in agreement with you. I think that will be the ultimate sign of love from Jorah and Lora. The second thought I have is that, uh, Sam, in doing research through all those other scrolls that he's been has to clean up, he will find what he needs, um, Terms of how to harness the power of dragon glass. I believe that's what John uh, tasked him to do when he sent him to the Citadel. Great podcast. Let me know your thoughts.
1: Closing our broadcast today with a great call from Sam about Sam on the show, what he might discover in those books that Ebros is having him dictate. I think a lot of people believe that's not a throwaway line, and Sam's going to find some answers. He's definitely proven his worth, and he has really. Well, from the beginning, all the way back in season one, we knew Sam was going to find his worth one day, and it looks like he is really, really finding his groove as one of the secret MVPs of Westeros. A lot of you have great thoughts today about Jorah. Sir Jorah Momont, my favorite character, and I do believe his ending will be bittersweet. Will it be one night of love with Daenerys that ends with his death? Will it be himself sacrificing uh, Dana- himself to save Daenerys, or will he just find love? We will all find out soon enough. Tomorrow, we'll be talking a lot more about Episode 4 and what we might get, theories on Brand, how Jon will find out uh, how he uh, will learn if he, he that he's a Targaryen. That's a good question. And also about your own great joke. And more your guys' calls. Fuel my mind. And that is what makes up Daily Thrones. You guys are great. We'll see you tomorrow.